Good morning, and welcome to episode five of Effectively Wild, the baseball prospectus daily podcast in New York, New York, where it is about to be very hot. I am Ben Lindbergh in his Honda Fit in Long Beach, where someone recently asked me if you were living out of your car, is Sam Miller. Somebody asked you from my Honda Fit if I was living out of my car. <laughs> that would just be weird. No. But they were concerned about you spending all this time in your car. Uh-huh. Uh, so, a lot of things happened yesterday. Uh, presumably, we, we want to talk about some of those things. What is your topic today? I would like to talk about Ichiro Suzuki. Okay, well that works out well since I want to talk about that Tigers trade and was sort of going to start by bringing up Ichiro. Um, I guess you can you can start then. Okay, well, uh, so Ichiro. I don't know. Ichiro, the Ichiro trade is, um, has taken up a lot more of my interest than I would expect from a trade that has very little baseball impact. Uh, I can't remember a trade in a very long time, uh, maybe ever, that meant so little on the field and yet seems so fascinating and surprising and interesting and everybody is interested in it. Um, I don't really uh, think that he's going to help the Yankees. I, I don't think that's probably a very controversial opinion. Um, he's probably a good fourth outfielder right now and not much more um but it's just it's sort of shocking i mean it 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 uh it undid this this conventional wisdom that has existed for years and years probably going back to 2007 or 2008 that that there was no way that the mariners would ever trade ichiro and that it wasn't really worth talking about it i mean it was such conventional wisdom and it has now been so undone that I wonder whether we should start talking about whether it makes sense for the Mariners to trade Felix Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was going to talk about much the same thing. It was, I mean, unquestionably the the most important move made yesterday, or, or the one with the most on field impact, was the Tigers trade, um, which is a trade from from one team that I think is interesting that it's a seller for reasons we talked about yesterday, to a team that's barely clinging to a division lead. And there were two guys in that trade changing teams who are better players than Ichiro and, and have been better players than Ichiro for at least a couple of years now. But it seemed like that trade was completely overshadowed last night by the Ichiro trade, which is really, uh, it's like a replacement level outfielder going from a team that's way out of contention to a team that pretty much already has its division sewn up. Um, so in terms of impact on the playoff races, it's it's basically equivalent to Barry Enright going to the Angels, which happened late last night. Uh, but it's it's totally dominated the, the reaction to all the news on what was a very busy day yesterday. So uh, I was wondering whether that reaction sort of stems from Ichiro himself and and his backstory or or whether it was in equal parts the lead up to the the trade which was non-existent um we're so 
condition now to have heard about every trade, it seems, for weeks before it actually happens, uh, or to have it speculated about that by the time the news breaks, we, we already have our analysis ready to go, or we've already done it, and, and it's just, okay, we were waiting for this this domino to fall now for a while, and it finally did, whereas, right, Ichiro, the thought was that he wasn't going to go anywhere, the, the Mariners had put out some sort of statement or there had been some reports saying that they were interested in resigning him after the season. And, uh, and yeah, that just kind of completely came out of nowhere. Um, but it did surprise me how much interest it generated since, I mean, he's been with the same team for a very long time, but really it's, it's the norm for, for players to switch teams now, um, more so than to stay with the, the same team for their whole career. It's an unusual time to change teams, though, because he is, I mean, obviously he's going to a competitor, and, and you sense that that's probably what led him to approach the team president and uh, kind of, I don't know if ask for a trade is quite the right word, uh, but, you know, to sort of put that out there. Um, but he's going to a team where he's presumably not going to play as much. He's, Ichiro, you know, no longer gets... 200 hits and bats 330 but he still plays every single day he's played uh he leads you know he leads baseball and or he did he leads baseball in at bats this year and, and games played this year which has kind of been one of the each row trademarks and uh you wouldn't expect that to continue now that he's in new york and so it is kind of interesting that um he would choose to go to a team that um isn't going to play him as much which is not the normal um, trade requests that you expect from a veteran. Normally, you're you're talking about a guy like Bobby Abreu who doesn't want to take a, a smaller role and would rather go to uh, a place where he can play every day. I I doubt Ichiro will play every day, um, and it's actually kind of strange because it seems like he's going to be sharing um, a job with two other left-handed hitters. Mm-hmm. Um, in some fashion and so he i mean it's not clear that he'll play even the majority of time he might but i don't know if he will if he doesn't start hitting a bit better so the thing about the trade that really strikes me is that it had somehow escaped my notice over the past uh 11 years that Ichiro has been on a losing team basically his entire career right uh he uh, made the playoffs his first season he never made the playoffs again and so we've kind of been watching a ernie banks style career all along and it kind of escaped my notice until now and now that i see you know looking at his stat page his career stat page and then looking at the very shallow uh postseason statistics that he's created i'm actually really kind of excited for october I do think that I'll look forward to watching him play in October, and and I think I'll probably find myself rooting for him in October. Do you think he's going to have any sort of resurgence now that he's gotten out of that situation? I mean, I'll admit that my first thought when he let off the game with the single and then still a base was, uh, oh man, he's going to be back to real Ichiro for a few months now. Somehow the the excitement of, of playing for a competitive team is is going to turn back the clock for a little while, um, and then he went over his next three, I guess. And, and uh, chances are, no, he's still the same guy. But 
I don't know, do you see it? Do you think any of his decline has to do with playing with a, a going nowhere team? I, I don't, I probably don't think so, but that doesn't mean it's not the case. And it doesn't mean that Ichiro isn't a magical wizard who <laughs> do magical wizard things even now. Uh, I, I guess we'll wait and see. It wouldn't shock me and I wouldn't probably stake my name on it happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ichiro just, he's so good at all the the things that are most exciting about baseball, um, I think is one of the reasons that that, that move, even after his decline has, has really seemed to begin in earnest, uh, could generate so much, so much response. People just like guys who hit for high averages and people enjoy watching defensive highlights and people throwing runners out from the morning track and stealing bases and, and all the things that Ichiro has been so good at. Um, and I wonder with the, the trend in the way that the game is going towards more strikeouts and, and, and three true outcomes and, and less Ichiro-like uh, abilities. I wonder if that's, uh, that's something which will ultimately, ultimately hurt it or make it less interesting to most fans. Um, not that there were ever a lot of Ichiros around. Ichiro is just a, a unique player. Um, so, Tigers... Tigers. Do you think that this trade sealed up the AL Central for the Tigers? I guess they finally went ahead uh, in in the division last Friday, I think, after not having been in first place since mid-April. Um, they were really expected by almost everyone to, uh, to win the division by a wide margin. And it really hasn't happened for various reasons. And then they made this trade. Uh, what do you what do you think the impact is? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that the Tigers, I also probably was guilty of overrating how much better than the rest of the division the Tigers would be coming into the year, and I'm probably going to overrate that fact now. But just looking at their roster, it does seem to me that they are um, considerably better than anybody that they're competing for a playoff spot with. And this only increases that. Do you have a? Do you? I don't uh, actually. I haven't sat down and looked at it particularly. But if somebody asked me why the Tigers haven't run away with the division, I'm not sure I actually have an answer. I don't really quite know where they've underperformed. Do you? Uh, well, I think the the rotation has a bit been a bit shaky uh, behind Verlander. The defense obviously was was something we knew would be weak coming into the season and it has been um so I, I think that has a lot to do with it and and this trade uh sort of fills two holes in that sense in that uh infante is is actually an above average fielder which is a very rare sight in the tigers infield uh and sanchez is is a very good starter um, and so that sort of solidifies things behind behind Verlander, and I guess it's sort of a a win now trade, and this is sort of a win now team. Um, obviously, they they traded Turner, uh, their top prospect or one of their top prospects, and uh, Infante I guess is signed for for 2013, 
uh, Sanchez is a free agent at the end of the season. But I think it's a, a trade that makes them a few wins better over over the rest of the season, which it's rare to be able to say about a deadline trade, really. I mean, maybe more most big headline trades are are have a bigger impact than the Etro trade, which which is incremental if if anything. Uh, but there there aren't a whole lot of trades every year that you can say really add a, a two or three wins over the course of three months. That's that's a lot. Um, but the Tigers have have really had a complete black hole at, at second base with. Uh, Ryan Rayburn, who I expected to be better than he was, and Danny Wirth and Ramon Santiago and, and guys who just haven't hit at all um, and, and haven't really been great with the glove either. So if Infante keeps doing what he's been doing, that's that's a big upgrade right there. And uh, Sanchez, I, I believe in, um, although you're, you're always a little nervous about guys going from the NL to the AL and, and whether there will be any sort of hit there. Uh, but but this is a, a big deal, and it, it really just it got overshadowed very very quickly. It was you know it was like the Yankees traded for Ichiro, and also the Tigers got Anibal Sanchez and Omar Infante in in much lower font. Um, but I, I'd be surprised if there was a a bigger deal made this year in terms of of the impact on the rest of the season and and possibly the postseason. I would agree. Okay. Well, I'm glad we agree. Uh, so, yeah, I, I guess that's that's our quick take on, on the big news of yesterday. And uh, I hope there will not be a flurry of news like that because when you have to write trade reactions or, or make sure someone is writing trade reactions, it's a lot less fun than it was when you could just kind of read the news and, and say, huh. And that's the end of it. But, uh, yeah, yesterday we, we said, or I said, maybe the trade deadline would be a dud. And then not so much. We're done here. We are done here. Okay. Well, this has been episode five of the Effectively Wild podcast. And we will be back with episode six on Wednesday. <laughs>